as I was writing, I remember I the presence like dissipated and I was just left with this piece. And I wrote one last line that said, I was trying to get closer to the universe, but this child is gonna bring me closer to God. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed podcast and YouTube channel. I'm your host, Michaela Nikolenko, and I started this show after finally finding my home in Christ. I grew up in a home with lots of abuse and addiction where Christianity became something that repelled me. I spent my early adulthood seeking God in other religions, tarot cards, psychedelics, and even myself. I didn't realize how much hell I had pulled up into my life until I came face to face with the dark side of the spirit world and Jesus fought hard to save me. Now I live to serve his will and host a platform where others can share their story too. If you're looking for a show that talks about real things and provides encouragement for those who have been to the dark side and back, this is the show for you. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share this show with anyone that you feel might be encouraged by it too. Quick disclaimer, what we can agree on here is that we love Jesus and he is our Lord and Savior. I don't filter what my guests say, so there will most likely be something along the way that you don't agree with, and that's okay. I highly recommend spending time researching and praying about anything that gets said that might trouble you. With all that said, thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed family. Hello, everybody. Today, we're speaking with Anna Lico a prophetic artist who has been raised and redeemed from the New Age deception. After claiming Christ as her Lord and Savior, the demons still bound to her began raising hell in her life. And in this, she began to see the severity in fully submitting to Jesus and cleansing herself of divination and other devices used and abused by the devil, such as music, marijuana, and psychedelics. Today, we'll be talking all about the heavenly realms, the fight for Anna's soul within them, and how her full submission to the one true king finally set her free and restored her gifts for his glory. Without further ado, let's get on to the show. Okay, so good morning, Anna. Good morning. Just for the listeners to know, so we met on TikTok where you share your beautiful prophetic art. Uh, For those who are watching the YouTube video, you can see one of them in the background there. (laughs) Um, and then you share under the username at heavenly realm underscore, mm-hmm. which is just so perfect uh, for <laughs> what you're doing. And you also share a lot about the deception of the new age and how Jesus saved you from it. So that's what we're going to be going into today. Again, thank you, Anna, for being with us. Uh, do you mind just starting sharing a little bit about your salvation story? Yeah, Um I'm going to try to like just condense it. (laughs) Um, But basically I grew up in a Christian household. So my dad's a preacher. Um, And however, when I was like nine or 10 years old, I, that was my first encounter with witchcraft. Mm. So my friend, her mom and her aunt were witches. And so she taught me and my other friends to do a bunch of stuff. we did seances, um, wow. divination, we spoke to spirits, like things like that. And it was very innocent to me. I was never scared at any point um, because I saw that it was real. And I, I saw that it worked. And so from then, 
from early on, there's like a seed planted in my soul. Like it was just tarnished by the enemy paired with um, sexual abuse that I had when I was three years old. Mm -hmm. All of those things tarnish your soul. So it leaves open doors for the enemy and it's unfair, you know, and like for the longest time I was like, well, I was innocent, you know, but the spirit world is, I mean, the kingdom of darkness is not fair. And so that's what started like my search for spirituality and truth. And because of that door, I was always like, um, I guess attracted to witchcraft and um, esoteric knowledge and, you know, new new age spirituality. So even though I was at the church, because I never saw like manifestation of the Holy Spirit, I never thought it was as real, I guess, (laughs) the other side, Um, because my parents, even though I know that the Holy Spirit doesn't necessarily just He's not just miracle signs and wonders. He is a changed heart. But because my parents were always like men of God, like my mom and my dad, they've always been saints. You know, I never saw that like change. They've always been like awesome. So, and at church, I didn't know anyone. Like all the kids at my church, like because my dad was a preacher at that church, they didn't really talk to me, I guess. Like, I tried to go to like the youth service and like it was just horrible. Like no one, it felt like no one wanted to be near me. Um, And then one time I actually had like a demonic manifestation. I was like 15 at that point at the service and the ladies were telling my mom, it's just an anxiety attack. Like I needed prayer. I know now that I needed prayer at that point, but it was kind of like, they had never seen something like that. So they didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was, but I was fully demonized like all my life. And so I see that now that I was manifesting. So just a lot of things kind of like it was all that in me, but I had church hurt. So when I was 18, I told my parents, like by that point I had my own car. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, I'm not going to go anymore. (laughs) And so even before then I, I believed that God was real, but I didn't think that Jesus was real or who he says, who he said he was. Gonna fast forward to whenever I was practicing. Um, I started, I found astrology early on and I became, I felt like that was it for me. I finally understood other people. I finally understood myself. Um, And I was actually really good at, divination but I I thought it was a gift I didn't know that spirits were actually like downloading that information Mm -hmm. onto me I thought it was just like a natural gift that I had and I mean now I know that it's a prophetic um anointing that you have upon you but I didn't see it as that (laughs) that the enemy hijacks and is using then for those divination things yeah yeah just a sensitivity to the spirit world and um, I was I started doing readings for people, um, like synastry readings, natal chart readings, and I was actually on the process of like monetizing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just never got to that point because 
I know now it's like God didn't let that happen. Yeah. I feel like if money was like involved, it would have it would have been harder for me to like let go. Yeah. Um, and then I also started doing uh, studying numerology, and that's also a form of divination. So I started to read people's. Um, I don't even know what it's called anymore. God erased a lot from mm-hmm. my mind, but their life path numbers and their okay. soul numbers and um, try to figure out like what dates, like something would happen. Like just, it was just divination and it was the truth. And so I remember one time I had a conversation with my, with my dad kind of, I always felt like I was kind of living a double life because mm-hmm. I never really like, they always knew I was weird. Um, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> I was, I always felt like the black sheep of my family. Um, and I've always, they've always known I've had like odd, weird, like fixations and fascinations and they, um, they didn't know the depths of it, but I did talk to my dad one time about this um and he kind of like told me what he believed but I was like okay this is as far as I can go with that conversation um I feel like your spirit always knew like always knows um but at that point I had made Jesus in my own image so I remember I would say that like I believed he was an ascended master you know so he taught humanity how to ascend into Christ consciousness and we could all achieve that level of enlightenment. And unfortunately, Christians, they were stuck in a book that was limiting them. That's what I It breaks my heart saying that now (laughs) Um, because the Bible is so beautiful. It's the word of God. How did your dad respond when you shared that to him? He, it was really hard for the longest time because there was so much condemnation. Um, but he always knew, and it was his prayers that really brought me out of that deception. Um, yeah, there was just, there was a lot of like shame and condemnation through my part, but I saw the love of Christ in the way that um, he just like immediately embraced the new person that I was. It was just like natural to him. Like, Actually, last Sunday, I like he I preached alongside him. Like yeah. after his little sermon, I spoke to the youth and like we did an altar call and everything. And it was like he was like, yeah, I didn't even tell her like Jesus, the Holy Spirit just found her. Like I wasn't even like ministering to her. Like yeah, it's normal, it's God. I'm just like so beautiful. That takes um, so much faith on the part of the parent too to like trust that you're God's kid and He has you. And so I, I feel like this episode will be inspiring to parents, too, who maybe have a a child who is rebelling <laughs> and away from the church. It's like there's hope that they can come back, you know, and that, that God still has them. Yeah, yeah, because I definitely feel I always tell God it's I'm so like unworthy of like even the chest, the even the husband you chose for me, because I know that was all my parents because I was not. Up until that point that we got married, like the stars, my spirit guides, they were telling me, do not marry him. And actually like three weeks before, because we got engaged and then like two weeks later we got married. Um, And this was was while you were still in the new age. Yeah. So like, that was like the deepest that I was. So I'm 28 now. Um, I was 23. Um, 
whenever that, when I was like at the peak. Um, and so I, w- I remember went to the park and I was like, yeah, so I was like explaining to him, like, this is what this is, like, this is what's going on. And like, um, there was like, there was like a, like a retrograde going on at that time. Like it was, it was just bad. I was like, it's going to be a disaster. And he wasn't aware of like those, like he knew about like what I believed in my beliefs and he respected it, but he was like, if, if you're going to let this, he was, I remember him saying like, are you really going to let like the, like the stars or spirit guides like rule your life? Mm. And when he said that, I was like, I kind of do let them because everything I had to consult with the stars, like with the universe. And I was like, oh, we're just going to let's just do it. Like, let's see what happens. And now I know um, I guess God had revealed it to them because, to, you know, remember the story of Job, God um, told Satan of this person's righteousness yes, um, in the future that he had for him so that he could be tested. And so I see that now it's not that Satan knows the future, but God allows certain things. Um, he lets him know certain things in order to test us and actually to build our testimony as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah, to give hope to others because it's for his glory. Absolutely. Um, I love that you brought up Job because I, I bring this up a lot. I just read it um, a couple weeks ago. Finally. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. The way Satan walks in like and presents himself before God, like almost like he's bored and he needs a new project or something. Yeah. And and so it's Satan... such a trippy book, yeah. Yes. And so Satan is testing Job, believing that, you know, Job is going to fail. And God allows Job to be tested, knowing Job won't fail. So it's like they have different agendas. Like like God is believing for us, in us, rooting for us. Like you he know, does, yeah. yeah. He's a like, good father. Yeah, yeah. He's actually a whole dad. <laughs> it's crazy having like this encounter of God being a personal, caring, loving God. Um, there's a lot of trust issues with God that I had to like address, but he's built, he has healed that um, through when I got saved, there was like a lot of just like supernatural things that happened in the gospels. God had to prove that he, Jesus had to prove that he was who he said that he was mm-hmm. through the signs and wonders. So he had to do that with me too, yeah. <laughs> because um, I know for every, like, everyone's story is different. And some people don't need that. You know, some people, they come to the faith and they are sure that Jesus is Lord and the Holy Spirit is real. Mm-hmm. But I guess for people that have encountered like real things in the spirit world, it took a, it takes a little more convincing. And it's like, I hate that I was one of those people. <laughs> but now I'm like, thank you, God, because you yeah. saw that I, like my heart, needed that um and so actually whenever I met the Holy Spirit I was pregnant and I was I remember I was on vacation and I was super terrified I was just crying and my husband had left um I was by myself and all of a sudden I feel this presence like enter the room and it was not so the word holy means um in Hebrew, it's Kodeshim, right? So it's like set apart. Mm. And it's funny because I recognize that immediately. It was like, 
I knew it was not any other spirit that I've encountered, no spirit guide. It was such a set apart feeling. And I didn't know that I was calling him holy at that point. Um, but I really was because it was different. It was unlike the other presences. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, like, who is this? Basically, at that point, I was starting to, for the first time, I saw um, like a shift in my spiritual walk. So my spirit guides told me to quit, like quit my job that I had gone to school for, um, that something else was waiting around the corner. And I was like, like script writing and stuff. And like, just so much channeled information that I really believed was going to happen. Like in the new age, you basically write your own Bible for you. (laughs) Your spirits tell you your path. And you start manifesting it um, in whatever ways that they tell you. So I had this plan that was supposed to happen and it didn't happen. And so I kind of felt betrayed Um, at that point. Also, I started to. So I was a huge like music person, like. I love to sing, play instruments. And that was like a huge like point of idolatry for me. So like concerts, I had, I literally had to throw away like boxes and boxes of vinyls and music. Um, But I remember like I was, I was without work for like four months. And so I started to listen. I was just like, I'd be like high all day listening to music. And I would start feeling dark entities around me for the first time. So I grew up, seeing demons like I would have sleep paralysis and everything but it was always something that was like in the new age they explained it to you as like um it could be manifestations of your shadow side your uh, shadow self um or just dark entities the universe is full of duality you know so I was like whatever stage the place real quick yeah yeah but this time it felt different it kind of felt personal and so I noticed that whenever whenever I would listen to certain artists, like I loved um, like rock, like especially like 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, so I was listening to The Doors a lot. And if you know anything about that band, it's super demonic. And like all of their stuff is like channeled um, music and channeled like even down to their guitar ribs. Like it's really dark. But I started to see like, things on the walls like faces on the walls um spirits were watching me um just like a paranoia that I never felt before and so I felt like something was wrong obviously like in this in the new age it was all about works right so how can I what chakra isn't aligned yes how do I transcend this (laughs) shadow work to heal whatever wounded part is manifesting out um so start reading more books like try to figure out like meditating um trying to fix it um but I couldn't and every day I started to actually get like depressed and I was so confused because I would tell my husband like my husband would have to like come home from work sometimes because I was like a mess like it was so creepy yeah it was <laughs> um, really dark yeah and Like, at that point, like, we were perfect. Like, my life was perfect. I was home. Like, I wasn't working. Like, hello. Now I'm like, yeah, I don't want to work. But back then, it was, like, the whole feminist, like, wound. You know, like, the enemy knows 
um, what to target because it's what they built up, you know? So pride, your ego, um, your insecurities, like those are all things that were, um, that he built up in me. And so that's why it's so easy for him to target you where it hurts, you know? And so anyway, I was in the hotel room, fast forward to when I found out I was pregnant and I was like, I can't be a mom. Like, I don't, like, I'm nothing. Like, I lost my career because I was waiting on something. Like, how, like, the universe is not, does not have my back anymore. I was just, like, freaking out. And that's when the Holy Spirit came in the room. And he started, back then, I thought it was, like, (laughs) I was, like, channeling. (laughs) I know the, the Holy Spirit can speak to you, but. I thought, like, I just grabbed my book or my notebook, and I started writing what the Holy Spirit was telling me, but I thought I was channeling that spirit. That's not how I want to call it now, (laughs) but I mean, you know what I mean? I guess it's the same thing. So what did you write? Oh, (laughs) I, he was telling me at that point, you know, the Holy Spirit's job is to point to Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But because I had so many demons, I... I could only say God. Um, And so he was telling me like, this child is a gift from God to show you how much he loves you, how much, Mm -hmm. um, how he sees you. You do not see yourself how your creator sees you. Um, And I was, as I was writing everything, it was so healing um, because it felt real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it was real, you know? that was that was from my creator to me, and my spirit recognized it. It knew him, but I didn't know about the Bible. Like I, I didn't know anything about that yet. So, um, as I was writing, I remember I the presence like dissipated, and I was just left with this peace. And I wrote one last line that said, "I was trying to get closer to the universe." but this child is going to bring me closer to God. And that was prophetic. Like I see that I still have that book or that notebook now. And I read it and I'm like, wow, God, like this is, and this was still, still two years before I gave my life to Christ. So (laughs) if you're in a relationship and trying to figure out if he's the one, Or maybe you're recently single and taking a step back to figure out how to best go about finding the one. I have the ebook for you. Head over to the link in my bio or in the comment section from wherever you're listening to find my latest ebook, How to Know If He's the One. In this ebook, I share the worst of my relational mistakes and how Jesus finally showed me there was a better way. Gradually, he began to mend my heart, and I know he will do the same for you too. That was just my first encounter with the Holy Spirit. So that was 2019. Um, But I was still like doing my thing. Um, It's hard to let things go um, that you've known for a long time. Because like I said, since I was like nine, I was learning about all these things. Like I've always been an avid reader. And so I was just fascinated by esoteric and like channeled information, like seeing other people's experiences with like the spirit realm. Yeah. Um, um, Only the part that, that psychedelics played in that journey for you. So um, 
it was just another like in the new age it's all about validation so it's like everything every new age modality always points to the same thing which is um, the existence of the spirit realm and I guess your role within creation and so the the first um, psychedelic that I tried I've only done mushrooms and LSD mm-hmm. um, so since my with like right at my first trip like I've never had a bad trip it's always been that's actually something that was really hard for me to let go as well because I I didn't understand why something that was so beautiful and so I guess constructive to me at that point is like bad and an abomination to God because even in within like my trips I would have you know like all of these spirits like tell me good things that I thought were like helping my life like they would tell me to be so like see that's the thing there's so much like hypocritical like advice (laughs) that the spirits give you because they would tell me to be sober I was like drinking you know and like I at that point I was like making like wrong choices while um like alcohol and like weed and like just being like not sober and and so they would tell me like you know you have to be sober you have to have like a healthy lifestyle like meanwhile I was out of my mind you know so it's like (laughs) what yeah it was the same thing for me too like that's when I got into like the veganism and the yoga all the time and you know taking care of myself but like you said it's like it's it's like these hypocritical messages where like some things are good, but it's still enough lie to yeah. be utterly destroying you. Yeah, it's always like one truth in a like a ball of lies. So you hold on to your spirit is always aware of the truth, you know. I'm um, like in a subconscious level, an unconscious level even, because before without the Holy Spirit, our spirit is not fully in tune with God, but it's receptive to truth. And so that's why the new age is so hard to come out of. And it's so slippery because we hold on to these little like nuggets of truth. And we're like, well, this is real though. Like this has been a truth in my life. And so that's what um, psychedelics did for me. Um, It was just like another form of validation. And I would get information about people and myself and it just really helps me with like my readings and yeah it was just like a huge ego trip honestly like it, I started to become a really like prideful person even more so than I was before because I was puffed up with knowledge kind of like the Pharisees you know yeah. like now I see how like repulsive I was to God um but I knew so much about so much things that I shouldn't even know like people shouldn't even know and now I look at it and I'm like okay that's real. Like all these things are real. Um, but I have no business knowing now I know why, because it gives me pride. It makes me feel like wow. I know more than other people. And like, it felt good to have people come to me and ask for, um, like advice, like, or help in their like. Um, I saw your testimony as well. So that was something you also had, right? Like struggled with like feeling like you had the answers. Yes. And that's that's a big responsibility. Oh, <laughs> that's for only, sure. 
Yeah, I felt like I was like the leader of my tribe. Like I would host these circles. I would lead people on trips. Like I felt like I was the queen and like I needed to, no, I legit thought these things. I thought I was the queen. And I remember like for some reason, I don't know like what kind of spirits are connected with water, but like I would find like natural marine spirits, yeah. Yes. And I I later saw that they were demonic too, but I would sit in this water and I would channel these messages to my tribe and <laughs> Oh my gosh, there was even pictures of me with like this light beam coming into my head as I'm telling my my friends these crazy spiritual things about themselves and and I couldn't understand it, but it really was like like you said it's so it's all real. And I feel like that was what I needed to know, like when I got into it I wanted to know that it was all real. But then after I started seeing all the demons that I were, was seeing, and the one that was just, you know, scared me to death. I was like, okay, if, if he's real, like, and if this, if the dark side is that real, then that started to make me consider if Jesus and, and everything else was real too. So I keep hearing you say that, like, it's all real. It's all real. It It is all real. And then it's like, what are they pointing us to? Like this divination, the tarot cards, the psychedelics, like you said, it's pointing us to the spiritual world. And giving us answers without about God, yeah, yes, without God, like what our role is in that spiritual world, but without God. Whereas the Bible, the Holy Spirit, um, they're leading us to Jesus and and to Him, because what is all of it without Him? And I began to see too, like when I would do these divination things or take these drugs, psychedelics, that I was stepping out into the universe. And I really was stepping out to the universe, but without a shield of protection. I didn't have the blood of Jesus covering me. And so this is how I started to see I was opening portals. Mm-hmm. Um, the last yeah. guy on my podcast, too, said something. Sorry, I just yeah. have one more thought. He said, he said, doing psychedelics, it really is a door into the spiritual world, but it's like robbing your way in there. Like, yeah it's illegal access for sure yes yeah and even like research um because I also read like medical books on psychedelics and even like the science community knows that what it's like on a physiological standpoint it's removing um cutting off communications between neurons and kind of removing the brain trash so our physical eyes only see, okay, so we see what's in front of us, but even what we see in front of us isn't truly what is there. Like, so there's more, but our eyes only catch a limited, um, only have a limited perception because when we receive that information, it's processed through our brains in a way that it's able to understand. Like, I don't know, I think I just butchered that, but I hope that made sense. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, and so, even the scientific community knows that um, psychedelics, they remove those pathways. So you're able to perceive more information through your retina um, than you would without that filter. So our minds have filters, right? And so if you look at that from a spiritual standpoint, what even is in front of us then? Like, what is that trash that um, is being removed? And so I, you know, like I wrestled a lot about this with God because even, so I moved like right 
after I was saved, my lease broke. God's timing. And the last thing that I held on to was like a bag of mushrooms that mm-hmm. I did not want to let go. Yeah. Um, and so I did a, like a lot of like research and also like just talking to Jesus about this so he could lead me to truth. And so like what the Holy Spirit ministered to me was that there is a natural filter that God created us with to keep us tethered to this 3D reality, the first heaven, you know, because there there are three heavens. This one, the one where the spirits um, roam and then where God is seated, okay. where Paul was taken up, you know. Mm. And so that is what is so dangerous about psychedelics. It's like a even more so than weed, because weed will also do that for you, but it's more in a subconscious level. Yeah. Um, where like your subconscious is the filter is removed and then you have access to like all the spirits and everything, like the collective universe. Yeah. But with psychedelics, it's also a visual thing because it like completely removes all the filters. And so God yeah. was like the spirit world and I would tell him like if this is real if this is beautiful if this is really how creation looks like why can't I go I know you now you know why can't you hold my hand while I'm up there and just have more access to you like I just I don't want to do that and talk to spirits anymore I want to be closer to you I want to see you with my spiritual eyes and he was like don't you think that I, like, I am a God of order. Like, all of creation is submitted to my order. So if I'm telling you that right now while you're in your flesh, you have to stay tethered to this reality, don't you think that I know it's for a reason? Like, you yeah. cannot handle what is out there. Um, first of all, it's rebellion. Like, it's illegal access to God. Um Imagine if all of us, like if the body of Christ just started to like <laughs> consume this to get to him, then why do we need prayer for, you know, like, because prayer is our link to the Holy Spirit through prayer. Our spiritual eyes are opened through prayer. Our spiritual senses are awakened. But what prayer is, is submission, you know, like mm-hmm. we are submitting to God obeying him because we are his children and so he was like you can go and I'm gonna meet you up there but at that point because you're not submitting to me and you're not and you're rebelling then you have opened the doors to also have contact with demons and other spirits because you have stepped over your jurisdiction Okay, was there anything else about the like what God revealed to you about the psychedelics that finally gave you peace with not not playing with them? <laughs> yeah, it was um it was really my realization that Christians could have demons. So, at this point I had not been delivered yet. Um I had surrendered to Christ, but I was still suffering um from depression um paranoia um when i decided to follow god it was like uh, it was like a trickle effect it was like little by little god started revealing um like my algorithm completely changed um i was starting to see new age to jesus testimonies and so at first i was like this is so dumb like whatever mm-hmm. and then i realized like i it had to, so I was seeing it on my like Instagram and YouTube all the time. I would not click on it, but then 
my best friend who is now saved, who is like my only friend now, because I lost all of my friends. Um, but she's the only one that got saved from the new age. And someone sent it to her. And she was like, look, this is what this girl sent me. It's so weird. And I was like, now I know that God was like, the only way she's going to watch this is if her friend, her best friend sends it to her. Because I ended up watching it. Yeah. And so it was like something clicked. And I remember... I remembered um, this verse. I guess I'd heard it when I was little because I'd not read the Bible, but I remember I said, God is, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. And it was like scales fell from my eyes. Wow. And from then on, like I started to, um, I just decided I was done like following the new age, whatever witchcraft. I threw everything away, but. Um, from that point, it's like all hell broke loose in my house. Like I was so demonized, like things were being thrown across the room. Like it was really scary. Um, I would see shadow. Like I started to see demons for the first time since I was little. Um, because when I was little, it was more like, a like they're just trying to scare me thing or, but in a way like validating that the spirit world was real anyway. So I found out that I not only had demons in my house, but also within me. And so God was saying, like, if you decide to go back into this realm, know that the door has been opened again. And everything that I delivered you from has legally, because you disobeyed me, has a chance of returning back to you because it's willful disobedience um, because you don't, do not want to submit to the order that I have created you with. And it was like this thing of knowing this like cognitive dissonance, you know, because I went from believing that I am the universe, like I am that I am, you know, like I am the creator of my my universe to knowing that there was a God that had placed an order that I had to submit under. And this is crazy to me because God has been so patient, like logically, like I understood it, but like, because this is all like new to me, it was hard to like partake in it, I guess. So it really came with renewing my mind through scripture. Uh, Romans actually says that the way to break the old patterns of the world is by renewing your mind Mm -hmm. and you renew your mind through scripture. Mm -hmm. So that's what it was for me. I had to like, throw away like the old beliefs like everything that I believed in through scripture like it really that's what it took and that's what made the difference between me being demonized and oppressed and depressed to living under the authority that I had through Jesus because when I decided to leave a new age it's like all of my spirit guides turned against me like I saw who they really were um their real face and my real role in the universe I was so small I went from like having this huge head to like being like this tiny ant in the world that's literally what I felt like because one time I was forced out of my body it was like a forced like astral projection and I remember going up and at this point my daughter was like a baby and I was like is this a rapture because I was like I'm going up And so I was like trying to hold on to her because I was like, if I'm going to heaven, then obviously my baby is too, right? So I was like trying to hold on to her, but I couldn't because wow. it was just my spirit or my soul going up. And I was terrified. Like it was, 
it was because I still had things within me, you know? Um, And so I was going up and I was like, I just prayed and the name of Jesus brought me back to my body. Like it was, I was like a, I felt like a rag doll because I was still fully, I had not closed my third eye, um, which by the way, like you open through yoga and chakra meditation. Um, So if you're watching this and you're doing yoga, don't do it. (laughs) So I was still fully submerged in the spirit realm and they were just doing whatever they wanted with me. And I remember like, I was still not reading the Bible at this point. I was just like, okay, Jesus is the real thing. He's the truth. I believe in him. I'm not practicing anything, but that was like it for me. And so like, I remember one time I was desperate, like I meditated and like, I saw my higher self, um, which is another life from the universe. Um, they paint your higher self to be like the you that is ascended. Yes. So it's basically your Holy Spirit, I guess. Have you ever <laughs> right? seen the Shannara Chronicles? No. So it's kind of like that. It's this It's this TV show. I was really into it before even getting into the new age. It was one of the things mm-hmm. leading up to that. But when this girl died, she goes to heaven and then like the God that meets her is it's like her higher self. It's like her, but ascended. And so that it was crazy. Just like the demonics timing and putting that show in my, in my little seeds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so like, I saw her and it was another thing like, okay, this is real. Like, so reincarnation is real. Like the enemy had such a grasp on me. I was just seeing all these things super demonized. It was like the whole, my whole new walk with new age spirituality was so beautiful. Like I never had one bad encounter. Like in one of my trips, I actually saw um, the lead singer of The Doors. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, which is funny because his music was actually one of the first to start like shifting things around my apartment, like right before I was saved. So it's just like a whole circle. I felt like I was like in a loop within like the second heaven. Yeah. Like I saw him and I was like, bro, like I love your music. It was just so creepy, but yeah, like I was still fully in there and I didn't know the power that I had in Christ. And so one day I was literally like fed up and I was like, I'm going to read the Bible. Like that's all it is. Like, I guess this is how you know Jesus, you know, because it wasn't so the Holy Spirit, like this is why when people have these encounters with the Holy Spirit, a lot of times like it just it stays at that. Um, even though he's like trying to his job is to lead you to Jesus, right? So he was like urging me, urging me, and I was like, No, like I'm good. I don't I don't want it's boring, right? Like <laughs> the yep. Bible is boring. And as you read the Bible too, like, yeah, the Holy Spirit is there convincing you that it's all true and yeah. to change your heart in that. Yeah, it's all real and it's beautiful. And I can't believe I had the truth like in front of me for years and I chose to read occult things, um, which is all trash now. Like I can't remember half of the things that are <laughs> um, which just shows like, you know, he says heaven and earth will fall away but the word endures forever like his words i've read so many books but the words of the bible they've been the only thing to really transform me you know and it be lasting and so i didn't know that then but i i started to read the bible i was desperate i was like i'm tired of these demons like i chose you why are they not leaving me alone but they're trying to keep me trapped into this like this realm like they didn't want me to know 
the true power that Jesus had. So I still fully didn't know him, you know? And so one day I was like, maybe we need to go to church. And so I told my husband, we're like, yeah, sure, let's go. But we woke up late that day and I was like, we'll go in the afternoon. I remember my parents going in the afternoon all the time, but I looked at the church and it wasn't like there's no afternoon services. So I thought we wanted to go. And so I read I Googled um, Christian churches near me and I put it on my maps and there's one like two minutes away, like down the corner. And I go to church from with my daughter for the first time. I'm just like, he was playing video games. I was like, just stay home. Like, I feel like I need to go because I just kept having this feeling like go to church today, go to church. And I was like, well, I can't, like it's closed. And so I read the Bible and I was like, maybe it'll go away if I read the Bible. And it didn't, like the feeling kept on. I know now it's the Holy Spirit, but I ended up giving into the feeling or the voice and I drive up to this church and there's like a lady outside. She was like, oh, like, I'm so glad you're here. We were putting flyers down this apartment because you're having a revival. And I'm like, that's where I live, like those apartments. But I didn't see a flyer. It was just like random. And so when I was there, the preacher was literally like speaking on the exact things that I was going through, like spiritual warfare. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Wow. Spiritual warfare. Like he was talking about Ephesians and it always happens that way. Like the first time back to church, it's like God ministers directly to you. Yes. And that's how the Holy Spirit was like, it's been your time for a long time, but you just never yielded to me, you know? So uh, he spoke in Ephesians and I was just bawling. I was like, I'm desperate. Like I wanted to stop. Like I was so. It got to the point where I was seeing visions of myself dead and I would wake up and the demons would whisper because I would hear voices all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would tell me like, you're going to die today. Like go write your will. So your daughter is not left alone. Wow. <laughs> it was so dark. And like, I was, I remember I told my husband, like, maybe I need to see like a therapist or something and get on meds. And he was like, like this was God speaking to him at this point, but I didn't, realized until after but he was like aren't you getting close aren't you trying to get closer to God why don't you just like get closer to him then I'm like what like I follow God already (laughs) yeah like how do I do that what does that mean like I already follow God what do you mean like I didn't know there's like levels to your walk with Jesus as well um it's and it's not workspace it's just getting to know him you know that's all it is and so at the sermon um he has an altar call at the end and he's like, if anyone like wants prayer, um, just come up here. And he looks at me and he's like, I don't know you, um, but God does. And he wants me to tell you right now that he sees what you're going through mm-hmm. and that he wants to free you. And he prayed, he like, he rebuked um, the spirit of fear and it left me. And I didn't know like what that was at that point, but I felt like, I still had other things I needed to be delivered from, but that's the first thing by the grace of God that left, that took away like all of that death noise in my mind. Um, Because like I said, I was like seeing myself dead all the time. Yeah. And that went away. And then I realized like, Hey, I opened so many doors in the new age and my soul still needs some scrubbing. Like I need to be delivered from that. It's, Scripture talks about the sanctification 
process and he promises to get to that place where we are redeemed at his second coming but while we're on earth we have to make sure that we're renewing our minds renewing our souls back to the whole psychedelic thing like that was really my fear of the lord not wanting to partake in it partake in it again because i remembered how desperate and horrible that period was where i wasn't submitting to god and i just don't want to open those doors again like i don't it's not worth it like it's not worth it i've had my own encounters with the holy spirit without that um and actually one time i had a dream i've only seen jesus one time in my dreams and i couldn't see his face but like i i saw him you know Um, his body and him and we spoke and I was like in this chamber room of heaven. And when I looked around, I remember saying this in my mind, this is what psychedelics was trying to be. Mm. And when I said that, I woke up and I was trying to like think like, why did I say that <laughs> in the dream? But it was because of the way that everything looked around me, um, like the patterns and like, you know, it's hard to explain yeah, what you see, I, but... I that's what it was, but it felt pure. Um, with psychedelics, there's always this sense of like, it was like filmy. I don't know how to explain Artificial like, almost. Yeah, like this like filmy thing that I couldn't, like this membrane thing that I couldn't like fully transcend into. Like I still felt it around, around me in a sense. But when I was there in heaven, and I wasn't really there, uh, but it was, um, something that got allowed I don't know like I guess in the same way that Paul was taken up to the third heaven even though he wasn't redeemed yet you know his um his full body wasn't redeemed but he was allowed like in the spirit I guess to see exactly yeah so I saw that and I realized that it's all creation is under the fall of men so even though God yes did create mushrooms and weed and all of that um in Roman, in Romans, it says that creation is yearning for the return of the king. Like everything is wanting to be redeemed. So that means that Satan has also tampered with creation as well. So that was also my like another point of argument with God. I was like, well, you created this, you know, like you're telling me that you created it without a purpose, like a purpose, purposeful God created something without a purpose. And he was like, no, it has a purpose it was tampered with just like crystals were um, just like plants were, you know, like for witchcraft and everything um, like herbs. So that is tampered with like, that is under the fall. Like all of creation is sin nature, Mm -hmm. the stars, the trees, the water, it's all sin nature because it has not been redeemed. Um, it's waiting until the new earth, you know? So even like the food that we eat, you know, like sin nature, we have to bless it before we partake in it because wow. it's still not pure. Like, okay. So you we, just blew my mind. Like <laughs> I'm processing all that. <laughs> it's so funny. But it was like that for me too. I was like, this makes so much sense because I did not, I did not understand. Like I thought like when you're in the new age, you really see creation as divine. like divine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like divine um and perfect. 
but you don't realize that scripture tells us that it was at one point, but at the fall of man, we got kicked out of the garden and the snake, which represents nature, creation, like it was condemned to um, wither on his belly, you know, for the rest of his life. Men were condemned to, um, or cursed to labor the land, which at one point he didn't have to because the land would freely give to him, you know? So that means that our relationship with creation, with nature has changed. And so that made sense why in the new age, nature is so important like it I would is. worship nature it's so important I would say like well god like there's good things in this you know yeah. like we're becoming more consciously aware of nature and like plants and stuff and he's like no it's all sin like nothing here nothing is good for you except for me like I am the only good that you have in this world that's why it's so important to tether yourself to me because without me everything everything is dangerous and I have so much peace now about that and like it was like that in astrology like my two things that I talk about the most because those are the things that I like were close to my heart that I felt like I had a lot of truth um that was revealed to me um through so God's just really been patient and like revealing things as uh, I ask but that's also something that I just want to encourage anyone that's watching. Like if you have questions, if you're coming out of a new age and you want to wrestle with God, he is not afraid of your questions. Like he knows scripture says that he knows the words before you speak them out. So don't be ashamed. There's no condemnation and he will answer those things to you. Like the hard questions. Um, Because like I said, I had so much information about the other side that like, I don't even want to speak on because our human vessels are not meant for it, you know? And like, I didn't understand it, but it's protection. Like it's junk, you know, to our spirit question. So like, I'm still processing the thing that you said about how everything is under the fall. Everything Mm -hmm. is, you know, this is now the sin nature of everything and God is purposeful. So and I don't know, I don't want to like, I don't want to stretch this, but I'm, I'm curious. So if he did create these things like, like weed and psychedelics and these different things that people now use for divination under the fall, do you have any idea like what the the purpose is when God yes. was humanity? Yeah. So I asked that too, because like, so for weed, you know, um, there's medicinal properties in the plant. And so with that, we could still see some of the good left. Mm-hmm. Um, but from my understanding, just what the Holy Spirit has like. So what he's given me peace about. So I know it's from the Holy Spirit is that um, when Eve took, when they took upon the fruit of knowledge and good and evil, you know, the tree was there, whatever that tree was, you know, we don't really know. But the information was still in an accessible place, you know? But the thing is, Jesus was still walking with us at that point. Mm. So the thing about God and what he keeps bringing me back into is obedience because we're his children. So I believe that God, his intentions were to take us into these places, you know, show us 
the reality, why is the church so blinded, so spiritually in deficit? Because we completely took spirituality into our own hands and we didn't allow God to teach us about it, you know? And so something God said was like, I was meant to be with you. Like I was meant to be with humanity throughout like life creation. And I was supposed to teach him like, you know, the realms of the spirit, like this is what happens when you're up there. And like, that's what this is. And like, if you take this plant, like, like if I give this to you, like we enter into this place and like, I can show you this part of my creation and the universe that I made so that you could partake in it with me, you know, like God wanted to share. This is what's so heartbreaking because we think that God is like this authoritarian, you know, like you have to follow me, but it's like he created us as a gift and he wants to share like his beauty with us and creation is part of himself, you know, that made me emotional. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I'm telling you, I've fought with God over these things because it's, like I said, cognitive dissonance. Like, I felt like I had a whole existential crisis. And I know you can relate to that, like coming into the truth and you're like, so everything is a lie. Like, so he's been really patient with me. And I see now that, like, he, like, God, even being alive, because I also question, like, so life you gave us life and you put us in this earth. Why? And the gift is to know him, like how beautiful he is, how beautiful creation is. And in my trips, like I've seen parts of the universe creation that are breathtaking, you know? And it's like, unfortunately, because sin has been introduced, it's part of our bloodline. Um, When we step in, it's disobedience, you know, we're in a place that God did not, give to us illegally so unfortunately adam and eve messed it up <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just one of those things that like we have to take as it is like at face value and know like creation messed it up or humanity messed it up we are scripture says that we are wicked you know our hearts are wicked above all things so we have to take up our cross and trust jesus and trust him that one day he will reveal these things to us, you know, like he will take us up there. We're going to go to heaven. Um, our spiritual eyes will be fully opened and not through our third eye that, you know, that Satan's way of like bringing us up there, but through our full senses, you know, and that's going to be beautiful. Like, and so God is really trying to teach us patience and trust in this time. I love that. And then when you came to Christ, so your husband wasn't, he wasn't in Christ before he, No, you guys met when you were in the new age. Um, you came out of the new age. He kind of had questions like, are you really going to let astrology and the stars and, and your spirit yeah. dictate your life like this? So it seems like he kind of had some resistance to the new age belief system too. So yeah. how did he process this transition? Um, has, is the Lord like still working? Oh no, God is so good. Um, yeah, he had resist. He always thought it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was just like, yeah. So she's this like girl that does all that. But she, he fell in love with me, you know. So he grew up Catholic, like, and not just. Oh yeah, I believe in Jesus. Like 
he went through like Catholic school, like his parents made him go through like the whole confirmation and everything. Um, so he knew at that point, I feel like he knew more about the Bible, um, though he had not had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, which is if you're Catholic or any denomination, if you have not had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, then it's not the real Jesus, you know, because there are so many Jesuses. I had one in the new age. Um, yeah. You know, we, when I say that, it's like a Jesus made up in your own image, our own imagination, and not based off of the truth that could only be revealed through scripture by the Holy Spirit, you know? So even if you read scripture at face value, it's not going to reveal the real Jesus. It's only through understanding of the Holy Spirit, right? So he knew like, facts I guess of the bible um but not enough to have the holy spirit and be convicted and tell me like hey this is not of god you know because he fully knew everything that I was doing um kind of accepted it he went on trips with me like we would smoke weed all the time like it was like a whatever thing um but I now he has he has the holy spirit now he is saved now mm-hmm. but I feel like the thing that that helped was him being there when he saw me because he saw the things flying across the room you know like he saw me have mental breakdowns um he saw all of that whenever I was demonized and he saw that he knew that it was a result of partaking in the things that I was doing so um the Holy Spirit ministered to him what I said yeah this built his faith too it built his faith yeah sorry yeah and so that was just by God's grace and um he got saved a little bit after me but I guess he really had to see like it's not just about believing in Jesus it's about obeying his commandments and you know if you follow Jesus then that means that you obey him you know and if you if he tells you take up your cross and follow me what does your cross look like for him it was weed you know um he didn't do everything that I did but weed was a thing for him and like that's the disobedience and the thing with my husband is that he is more like gentle natured and like I feel like I'm a gentle person too but my thing is I was it was years and years of pride and that you know pride it really hardens your heart against the truth and so that's why it was harder for me to come and to surrender than it was for him because you he he didn't have that, you know, he didn't have that, those years of like fully being in the new age and partaking in in lies. So he was more receptive. Um, But yeah, he, he he does think I'm like, I'm like full on Pentecostal, like speaking tongues, like everything deliverance. Like I I'll have deliverance sessions in my house, like people coming, I'll pray for them. So he's at that, place where because you know he was saved after but he is still learning about all those things yeah but what jesus cares about is that he he is saved and his soul is saved with him you know so praise god that through his grace he was able to witness everything yeah (laughs) that's another soul in heaven like that's incredible oh my gosh that that definitely builds my faith too going to take a quick second here to tell you about Raised and Redeemed merch. I somehow end up in my bright pink Raised and Redeemed crew neck nearly every day because it's so comfy and I love to tell the world that I have been raised and redeemed in Jesus' name. And wearing something that says that is a great conversation starter. 
Not only do we have crewnecks, but we also have t-shirts, hoodies, cropped hoodies, mugs, stickers, socks, and more. You can either follow the link titled Raised and Redeemed Merch in the comment section of wherever you're listening, click the link in any of my social media bios, or go to Raised and Redeemed, and that's spelled out, raisedandredeemed.creatorslashspring.com to order yours and support the show today. Um, Just one of the last things I want to ask you about here, and that's your art and just the way that, you know, God redeems everything, um, including this, this gifting and ability that you had. So were you doing art before coming to Christ? And then the second part of that question is, like, how did he redeem that? And how do you see these, like, Cause these are like visions, like you're painting like these visions, what you're seeing yeah. in the spiritual world. So how does that happen? Two part question. <laughs> so that's, it's so crazy. Like this is, so I've always just known how to draw. Like since I was little, like I remember like in school, all the kids would, when we have an assignment, like they'd ask me to draw it for them. Like that type of thing where like, I just liked it. Yeah. Um, But I actually did not start painting until after I got married, um, because like, so this was like a year before I met the Holy Spirit. I had that first like encounter while I was pregnant. Um, my husband comes home one day with like $200 worth of like paint supplies. And I'm like, heck heck no, like we need to pay rent. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, like, why are you doing this? It was like a Valentine's day thing. He was like, I just, he was like, I just feel like you would know how to paint. Oh, it was so it was prophetic. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I guess he knew that I knew how to draw, but I've never picked up a paintbrush in my life. And this is only, this is like 2018. And so I did like one painting. I was like, yeah, I suck. Like I put it. <laughs> and then I actually started painting during the period where I was saved. So I had thrown, I did not paint before. Except for that one time, which was like, I just threw paint on a canvas and I was like, gross. It's not really painting, you know? So I got saved. But, you know, as soon as I got saved, I was demonized and like demonically oppressed. So I used it as a way to cope. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started, that's when I picked up the paintbrush and I was painting full on demonic things, like horrible things. Um, I've posted some of it on like my social media a lot I did throw away because it was creepy. Um, you know, I don't want people to see it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like a way of like expressing like was what was happening in a subconscious level, like, um, and it was like a source of shame for me, kind of. Like I didn't want people to see it. And like my husband was like, Oh my gosh, like you're actually good. And like I was not, like, compared to what God has taught me now, like, I feel like I'm better. <laughs> yeah. But at that point, I do see that it was kind of, even then I was like, it was kind of like a natural thing that just came to me. Um, Cause I just like knew it was weird. Um, now I know that it was just, it was like the, the timing and like God had this for me, you know, but Satan always like, try, he always tries to like weasel himself in and like stop it from happening. Like whatever you're calling it, it's like, Usually you'll see that there'll be a counterfeit version before it. Um, Like if you're a singer, if you have like a voice, you know, like if 
you know, chances are you have probably made music that is not of God at some point, you know? For me, so I that's what a YouTube was. channel teaching these false teachings. And now here we are, raised and redeemed. There you go. You see? <laughs> the thing, you had a gift for speaking and teaching, um, being an empathetic person, you know? Like, God, or Satan takes all those beautiful things and gifts, um, like gifts of empathy, gifts of, gift of compassion, like, being articulate like everything he'll take for his purpose and so that's one of the things that I was like even when God was like paint for me I was like what like at that point I was not on social media like I didn't know that um like my like I guess interpretation or understanding of biblical art was like the last supper (laughs) okay well thank goodness (laughs) like you're you're you've got a whole new spin on it and yeah beautiful so thank you so much. But yeah, initially I was like, there's no way I'm going to paint for you. Like, how are you going to redeem this? So what happened was like, I was just like painting a lot. And then like all of a sudden, um, I, you know, like had that surrender where I was like, okay, free me from these demons, God, I'll give my life to you. And so then I had nothing else to paint. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was painting as like a form of self self expression, yeah. but now I'm so happy and like I found joy and I have Jesus, and so that's what I, and I was like, well, I want to paint that, you know. And then God was like, um, He told me like He was redeeming that part of me, but He was going to teach me how to paint. It was wow. I kind of it was like a natural gift that He gave me, but then there's always like a space where he wants to work, you know, like he wants to minister to you. He wants to teach you. And to do that, I had to paint for him. And so I was like, yeah, like I want to get better. I want to learn, but I don't know how to do that because I don't know what biblical art is like. Like my understanding of it is like the last supper pictures and like the picture of Jesus, like with his hands like that, which is actually not something I want to do. you know. And so he was like, I got it. I started having visions and like the first one was like, um, I literally just saw like a glimpse of like his hand and like part of heaven. I know I wasn't really in heaven. Like I always say that because I don't want people to think that we can have act like, like the tower of Babylon, you know, where people thought that they could get up there on their own and we can't, but um, it's if the spirit of God allows you to see like a glimpse of it. So I was having these visions. And it was very unlike anything that I had in the new age, because even in the new age, um, everything was kind of like obvious, I guess. Like if I was like in the spirit realm through meditation, um, through a yoga or through chakra work, um, it was something that I had to do to induce myself and mm-hmm. to get to that place, you know? Or like if I was told information, but with God, it was like, it was very gentle and like, it would come to me in dreams sometimes. And like, sometimes whenever, whenever I would wake up, I would like see this, these things, like it's, it's hard, kind of hard to explain what visions are, but it's just something that it's like, if anyone has done like psychedelics, it's kind of like that, but it doesn't feel induced. It's like. You know, we have a pineal gland that is like our dream, puts us into dream states, you know, and like God works with our bodies because he created our bodies to function a certain way. 
So this is why humans, even without the use of like meditation and everything, are able to dream, are able to have visions because God created, he, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, you know? So that's just how he started to give me these ideas because like I said, I, I can't come up with it on my own. Like I didn't even know how to paint, you know? (laughs) So I'm so inspired by that. I'm thinking like numerous things have come to my mind and I'm sure for the listeners too, of things that I used to do or ways that I used to express myself that now that I've come to Christ, like I used to write poetry and all of it was miserable. It was all miserable because I was miserable. And so I haven't really written any poetry since coming to Christ. And there's different things I used to, I used to paint too. And it was like terrible, like, like sexy, dark things. Me too. I would paint a lot of naked women. Yeah, that's what I did too. And I was so ashamed of it, but that was my way of expressing (laughs) myself. And I haven't come back to it since, but I'm like, I wonder. God wants to bring it back. Like, this is what I tell everyone that like, asked me like how do you know like if you've been like if I've been called to like paint or draw or like sing and I'm like well God made you you know these things don't come from Satan you know (laughs) like creativity does not come from Satan in fact it's the opposite because he lacks it like he takes everything from God and he can't come up on uh, he can't come up with things on his own that's why he needs humans human vessels because we are the ones made under the image of God we are the ones that can create. Sane cannot create anything. That's why he uses people to create religions, uh, demons, create religions through people. They create music through people, like channeled music, channeled art. There's many artists that channel spirits and paint what they see as well, you know, but it's because the demonic Satan, he is not creative. He needs us. And that's why he hates us. Because the way that God is the creator, we are also many creators and not in the way that he perverted it as creators of our own universe, you know, but creators of the gifts, the everything that we create is to glorify God, you know, it's to share the gospel, share anything. So like that's for anyone also that's like wondering if like your gift is from God. Yes, like that's his will. He made you with like passions and um, if you want to draw or like right like god wants to bring that back you know to glorify him the last couple things i wanted to ask you were just how people can find you how people can find your art (laughs) and then if you wouldn't mind praying over the listeners yes um so i have a tiktok and instagram yeah and it's just heavenly realm tiktok and then heavenly realm underscore art on Instagram so yeah I post my art and just what God puts on my heart um so if you want to follow (laughs) go follow go follow (laughs) so yeah I would love to pray for everyone um thank you father for allowing this opportunity to talk to speak with my sister um and just being able to share my testimony with her audience and I just pray that you strategically place this testimony in the lives that need it um we know that only you have the power to transform lives and i hope that people see this and realize that their stories um they are written by you and if we give you the chance to be the author of our life you want to give us life and and abundantly as your word says um 
you have a plan and a hope for us. And I just pray for everyone watching this that if the Holy Spirit has been has been tugging in your heart, just give Jesus a little bit of room, just a little, just one one chance to prove to you that He is who He says He is, and He is who His Word says He is, and not what your imagination and he's not who your spirit guides tell you or your gurus or your teachers he is who the word says that he is and if you allow him to he can transform your life he can change the lives of your family and your children and i just pray lord jesus that with your holy spirit you protect everyone watching this father that if everyone is experiencing spiritual nate that spiritual warfare that you breathe life into their lives and that you show them that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world in jesus mighty name i also pray that you spark desires passions to glorify you through the talents and gifts and passions that you've given everyone, Lord, that we take that courage and leap of faith to obey you and to understand that everything good, your word says, every good gift comes from above. And I just hope and pray that everyone that watches this is encouraged and rejoices in the work that you're ready to do through them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, I'd love to have you leave a review, share it with a friend, and even connect with me on other platforms. It's at Michaela Nikolenko on Instagram and TikTok. And we also have an at Raised and Redeemed Instagram account too. I look forward to connecting with you there. Until next time, stay well and God bless you.